What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here with you, sitting across from the one and only... Anaya Bo. What is up, everybody? I hope you don't hear the leaf blower that is out front of my house <laughs> right now. That guy is jamming with the leaf blower. What happened to brooms? Does anyone use a broom anymore? I still sweep all the time. I love sweeping. Sweeping I rules. find it so... Um, what is the word? Therapeutic. Yes. It's meditative. Like wax on, wax off. Is that a word, meditative? I think so. Okay, Let's cool. say it is. It is now. Sometimes I make up words. The Joseph Dictionary. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I want to thank everyone for all the emails uh, this past week. Got to give a shout out to our new show's producer, Allison Medellis. Yes, yeah. I said your last Killing name. It. Oh my gosh, Allison. Thank you so much for all of your hard work already. Uh, for most of you, you know it's just Anae and I in this uh, studio pulling it all together. But finally, we have an extra set of hands and it has made such a difference. Uh, a list... I mean, I mean, a huge list, a plethora yes. of topics that we are going to dive into over the next couple of months. Um, also, a lot of those emails that you guys have sent for winning books mm -hmm. that sat in the back of the Prius that I was supposed to send out. Now, Allison is pulling it all together. Miss Allison. Should we call her Miss Allison? Yes. Does it sound good? Is it, or Ms. Allison is probably. She's married. Yeah. But so is it Miss? Well, no, Miss, Miss has never been, this is all BS, by the way. Okay. But we're, if we're going in here, Joe, let's do it. Miss, traditionally, ne a woman who has never been married. Okay. Ms, originally a woman who was married but had kept her own last name. Got it. And Mrs, a woman who is married and has taken her husband's last name. What happens if you take both? What happens if you have your name and your husband's name? It's, I, it's probably Ms. But the whole thing is BS because... Misters are always misters. Like this whole, all this crap about women having to be identified in relation to their 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 primary relationship with a man, I, my head wants to explode yeah. when I really stop and think we, about we it. We talked about that on a show. Let's fix that. Yeah. Well, all right. So we're not going to call her Miss Allison. We're going to call her just Allison. Allison. <laughs> Producer Allison. Producer Allison. There we go. There we go. Yes. All right. Two minutes and 15 seconds into the show <laughs> of gibberish. And has already gone off. <laughs> Rad parenting. <laughs> we are here. Uh, Anaya, you and I, uh, we're having a conversation as we do, going over uh, our notes, going over our last week, talking about past shows. And I was talking to you about uh, baseball. Yeah. And I was talking about, uh, you know, as you know, uh, I, I, I always was a coach for my son's team. Mm -hmm. I was assistant coach. I never was the main guy. Uh, because being the main guy holds a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. But uh, Nate right now, he's on this great team. I love it. It's, it's, it's just a great group of kids. A lot of new players, which I love. I love when there's a new player on the team and a kid that's never played ball. So this year I'm in the stands and uh, it was cool because I'm with a lot of the parents and I, I normally was out on the field, you know, first baseman coach or third baseman mm -hmm. coach or sitting in the dugout doing all of that. But, uh, so I've been in, I've been in the, uh, in the crowd now or in the, in the audience, in the stands and, uh, over the, over the season, you know, my son, Nate, he's played ball since he was probably, you know, seven or eight. So mm -hmm. now being 14, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. He's one of the better players on the team. But what I love about Nate is he's very helpful with all of the new players. Yeah. He, and he, and he likes, that the new players are on there. So there's a lot of balls, you know, going through, uh, you know, going through kids, you know, mitts, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, grounders that aren't getting caught or, mm -hmm. or pop flies aren't getting caught. Just mm -hmm. a lot of mishap, which, you know, at this point, it's you're like- expected. Exactly. They're not pros. And exactly. And Nate also understands that if he wanted to play with kids that all were at the same level of him, there's plenty of leagues to do that. But yeah. he wants to play with his friends. Okay. With all that said, I'm sitting in the stands. And uh, the game, the game's going on. <laughs> Sorry. 
Uh, I know. Anea's <laughs> laughing because I already I started making jokes about it. But so I'll just set it up this way. Uh, pitcher gets the ball. He whips it over to the first baseman, right? Mm -hmm. The first baseman is supposed to catch it, and then it's the out. Yep. Uh, the ball goes into the first baseman's mitt, drops it. He fully drops it. I First thing that goes through my mind is I'm going to yell, good try. Right. Stand, sitting behind me are the parents. <laughs> of the first baseman. Of the first baseman. Good job. <laughs> good job, buddy. So then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm on, I'm like, well, maybe that was bad luck on their part. Maybe they meant to yell good try because the job was to catch the ball and get the out. And we're still in the inning, so he didn't actually do his job. But you know what? Maybe my bad. Later on in the game, fly ball, boom, in the mitt, drops it. Another group of parents, good job, good job, <laughs> as the runner scores. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, all that's going through my mind is if you're yelling, and this is just a question I have to ask. I'm not being facetious. I'm just asking you, Anae. I'm putting you on the spot uh -huh. like I do. All that's going through my head is if we're yelling good job when the job wasn't completed, all that was going through my mind is, you know, I fly a lot. If we come in crashing and burning because the pilot forgot to put down the <laughs> landing gear, am I saying to him at the end of the day, hey, man, I can't feel my legs, but good job on, you know, good job on that. Um, hey, <laughs> I went to the doctor and, uh, you know, um, uh, he, he, he didn't notice the spot on my lung and now that's taken out. Hey, man, good job on that. You know, I mean, the list goes yes. on and on and yeah. on. Good job. Mm -hmm. If you're yelling that when the job isn't completed mm -hmm. to our children. And there's so many tasks. I see it all the time. I see it with, with schoolwork. I see it on the, on, the, on the field. I see it even with chores, like, mm -hmm. like, Hey, you know, you got the windows done. Yeah. Well, they look terrible. Good job. Mm -hmm. Good job. Hey man, you folded the laundry. No, you didn't. Good job. Like it just, it started to really raise a question in my mind when we are telling our children, good job all the time when the job wasn't good. Mm -hmm. I understand you want to build confidence with kids, but mm -hmm. when kids are in the ages of 10, 12, 13 older, and in this case, the job wasn't completed. Yeah. How are we setting our kids up to ever deal with real failure? Mm -hmm. Hey, man, you said that we were uh, we were a positive on our uh, books. Yeah. Well, we're actually uh, off by fifty grand. That's not called good job. That's called fired. Yeah. It's called fired, bro. You're out of here. <laughs> so, with okay. that said, I guess this show is how can we how in this day and age do you teach your kids about failure? Without being the guy and, you know, pushing it, you know, because you don't want to be a negative guy. D but destroying still. your child's there's, sense of self-worth. There's got to be a middle ground. Yes. Okay. And for everyone listening, sometimes we get these emails. Yeah. If you're a new listener and you're like, oh my God, I had to listen to this show and that guy Joseph talked for the first- <laughs> What a downer. Five minutes. Sorry. No. I had to set it up. Yes, you For did. everyone I else that listens to the show, what's up? What's up? Um, okay. So first of all, I, f I think it's really interesting that you consistently used the word completed. Um, as opposed to like it, it was it was not a good job because you know I just think that that's really interesting because that is a I think important distinguishing factor right and it, as you use the example of the laundry and everything is like because there's a, I think there's a slight difference between completing a job so had he had the first baseman caught the ball Joe um, but the runner made it like you know bef before then that would have been... I'm yelling good job. You're yelling good job. Okay. I'm yelling good job. Got it. So even though he wouldn't have got the out, the fact that he actually fulfilled his job as the first baseman, catching the ball at the pitcher throat. Okay, cool. So... Good, yeah, there you go. Right. So, so we are... There is a distinction here, though, between like you completed it, you did your best, 
and it didn't turn out the way that we maybe all wanted it to or the quote unquote ideal way, meaning you didn't necessarily win the game or you didn't win that particular play. So that's really important. Okay. So and I have to distinct, I'm mm -hmm. not talking about winning the game. I understand. I don't care, I don't care who, how we win. I'm right. talking about, I'm not even One moment about to the next. There you go. Okay. So I do think, and there's been you know, a, fair, a fair bit of research on this recently, and I think it's more and more of it's coming out because we're in a, I think that we're very much a transitional generation, I think I've said that before, where we went from this like traditional approach to parenting that was very like, I tell you what to do. Kids are meant to seen, be seen and not heard. Um, we're not worrying about like, you know, being all warm and fuzzy with our kids all the time and making sure feelings aren't hurt and blah, blah, blah. You know, we both have to work. We're running a farm or we're, you know, and, and kids are resilient right? We've sort of come, I think, the other extreme where we're sometimes, you know, really everything is tiptoeing and careful and we don't want our kid to hear. And, um, and I think that failure has gotten lumped up into that. Like the, the fear of, of calling something what it is and, and approaching failure, not as this like terrifying, oh my God, I'm going to destroy my kid if I call this out, but instead looking as always for teachable moments. So that's where I'm going to steer us here. Is wow. that the, the, you just put everything into such a perspective when you said it that way? Really? Yeah. I okay. wish I would have said that instead of my long-winded. No, story. you set us <laughs> up. It was good. So, so here's the thing. Um, some of the research that I have looked at suggests that the. Um, the, the way a child feels about failure, even just like energetically, like the, the non-verbal cues that a kid gets has to do with the way that their parents handle or, or they, how they perceive failure. So if, for example, a parent is like, oh, oh my God, like um, this might mean that my kid is never going to be good at math, but I don't want him or her to feel like they're never going to be good at math. So I'm just going to be like, good job. And, and not call out the failure, not call out the deficiency, and then go from there. And, and that's to me where the sticky part is. That's okay. where the problem lies. Do you think just question, mm -hmm. because it is a generation. What did you call that again? We're, we're in between generations. We're, yeah, we're, in a, we're a transitional gen generation. I love that. Yeah. Gosh. You, where that, I think we're really changing things that have been done for a very long time into a whole new Transitional generation. Yeah. I, you are nailing it. You think? Gosh, I've never even heard of that before. Well, I just pulled it That's got to be a title of a book. You think? <laughs> because no, no I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding around. Because think of all the things we're talking about. For this particular thing, I'm mm -hmm. saying good job. But also, we're in a transitional generation of how we treat... Uh, how we treat um, Women, how do women yes. treat men? Yes. How do you treat uh, a, a different people of different religions? How do yes. you pe different people race? Like it is, yeah. yeah, I love that. Okay, really quick though, do you feel that maybe the fear that a parent might have where they just yell out good job mm -hmm. when the job was not completed might be the way that they were treated as yes. a child and they just like, I just remember when They're my baseball back. coach caught, I did catch the ball. They would just yell at me. You didn't yes. get the out. We didn't win the game. And I don't want that my son to go through that or my daughter to go yes. through that. Is that something maybe going on side of the parent? Yes, exactly. That's, that's, that's part of what I'm saying. So part of that like anxiety around, I don't want my kid to feel like he or she is a failure. And so I need to just be like, good job is, is some of that is the rubber band effect. It's the like, I'm going to do, I know how this impacted me when my parents either weren't at my games or they were super hard on me if I didn't win or I didn't. So my kid's not going to have that because I know how that messed me, me up. That's me. My dad, my mom and dad never came to a game. Not And, and check it out. I'm not saying that like, and then they didn't love mm -hmm. me. Like, I'm just saying they were working. My dad came, to, my mom came to one soccer game and yeah. I don't, and my dad, when I was super young, came to baseball, but like as, 
And never coached. Never and as a result, again. you and have been a hyper present parent. Totally. There's no question. And so, yeah, so we have to t- take that into account. Side note, let me just tell you that I, who I played softball for many, many years, my mother threatened to take me out. All, she was at all my games and threatened to pull me out at the end of almost every game because I was the one who'd be like, I am sweating my butt off in my catcher's gear or I'm on first base, like diving and just about killing myself. And there's so-and-so out in left field having a freaking tea party. And I would be furious. And my mother would be like, you cannot do that. Like, that is not good sportsmanship. (laughs) You're embarrassing me, blah, blah, blah. So that's a whole other, Wow. that's a whole other experience. But so, so to, on the failure thing, yes. So one of the things that is part of us as this transitional generation of parents is us basically somehow waking up and going, whoa, the way that that's been going on for generation after generation, that's not going to fly anymore. And I don't want my kid to feel those things that I felt. And then we're sort of taking it to the other extreme. So here's where I think that we need to, we need to bring it into the center. And, and, and part of the challenge here is we are dealing with a generation of children who are so, so much of their reality their sense of what the world is and how they should feel and who they are in it is is informed by media in various forms where you have a perfectly polished version of what life is and and I, that's interesting that i say that we, you know in the in the in the in a time when reality shows are still like alive and well the reality is though that reality shows are not pure reality and there's still lots of polishing but for my daughter for example if she's watching something on youtube or she sees something doing somebody doing something amazing on like America's Got America's Got Talent or whatever a show like that. Her perception is that 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 kid, that adult, whatever, they're just amazing at that, and I I should be amazing at it too. Like the first the first dance class, I should just know how to do everything. And to the point that sometimes she'll be like, I don't want I don't want somebody to tell me how to dance. I don't want somebody to tell me how to how to sing. I just want to like I just want to do it because her perception is these people, these YouTubers, these people on TV, whatever, they just do it. There's no information about like you had given an example when we were talking earlier about like, you know, they show the 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 clip where the kid is throwing the basket. Yeah, throwing from, the basketball in or doing the skateboard trick and, right. and he does five of them in a row. And, and what then- we don't see is that that kid is put in literally thousands of hours doing that thing over and over and over again. 10,000 hour rule. Right. And so that so the kid has this perception of 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 either I should just be able to do it that way and if I can't there's no point in trying. Gosh. And then when you have it on top of that and I'll just say this and I know we got to take a break. So now we've got a few things going on here. So now add to that a parent that never wants to say wow, you know what? I know you are very capable, but you blew it on that one. And let's talk about how you can not blow it next time. Yeah. Some hey. version of that. And I want you to tell your story when we come back about, about the whole, remember oh, the, the whole band, band thing? Yes. Because oh, I yeah. think that is a really good one to illustrate what we're talking about here and how you handled that particular situation with Nate, which had an outcome that is exactly what I think we all hope for in our kids. Yeah. I um, also want you to roll through uh, steps that we can take yep. to have... Uh, maybe to reverse the good job yeah. on everything for the parents that are like, all right, you know what? Uh, I'm hearing what you guys are saying loud and clear. Yeah. Give me some what steps do I do? to take. Sure. I love it. We're going to hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back with more Rad Parenting. Rad Parenting, Joe Sib here with you, sitting across from Anaya Bogue, and we are talking about uh, 
Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> when the job was not completed, when we say those words to our children, what exactly are we doing? Are we setting them up to never know how to deal with mm -hmm. failure? Are we setting them up so that they become those kids uh, that are young people in 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 the workforce? Uh, and hey, uh, there was a mistake here. Well, I don't know what a mistake is because I've always been told everything I do is is great and 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 it's good job. Good job. Yeah. Well, you know what? No, it's not. You're fired. Pack your stuff and leave. Wait, How which you... is devastating. P.S. Right when you when you when you've never had to face that feeling of like crushing, like oh, I'm even I'm everything from I made a mistake to oh, wow, did I ever blow that? If we never have any experience with what that feels like and how to hold that emotion, it's going to be like literally destroy us yeah. as adults when we face failure or we, we, we deal with somebody who actually tells us that- And one of the things that you brought well. up that I love that I think all of us right now that, that, I, that I just love the term transition generation mm -hmm. right now. Transitional I really feel gener that Transitional generation. Gen uh, generation right now. I love that term. Uh, and the experience that you had mentioned right before the break that I went through with Nate is um, he was he's in a school band, not a school band like you know Trump trombone trumpets. And stuff like that. It's like a rock band, yeah. And uh, I might have told this story on the air, but long story short, uh, he he had a gig, and the school t uh, teacher that gets all the bands together said, "Hey, all three bands are going to play together." They found a venue; it was amazing. All the parents came out, of course. It was packed ton of kids there and my son's band was going to be the closer. So when I got there uh, and found out, I said, hey, Nate, you guys are closing tonight. This is a big deal. And you know, he didn't really grasp the concept that like the reason you guys are the last band is because in this particular lineup, the teacher's saying like, this is the yeah, band Yeah, this is the watch. crescendo. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I that week goes by, I'm asking him, hey man, have you guys practiced? He, you know, it, doing a little bit of what you said before the break, like, oh, I don't need to, I don't need you, blah, 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 whatever. We show up at the gig that uh, Friday night um, and um, all three bands play. Now, before his band play, I said to him, hey, man, are you guys ready to play? And they're running around and they're playing tag and they're just, you know, it, it's more of a social event and they're not taking it serious. Uh, at that moment, I backed off. What I wanted to do, because this is my gig, I, you know, I wanted to say to him, hey, man, if you, got, if you guys are headlining, let's pull it together. Make sure you guys are ready to go on stage. Make sure that all the gear is ready to go. Da, 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 walk him through that. He didn't want to hear any of that, mm -hmm. right? All right, fast forward. First band plays. They're pretty good. Second band has a crushing set. Mm -hmm. They did a cover of like, I, I, I want to say like, just one of those like, songs that everyone knows mm -hmm. and just, oh my God, they killed it. Mm -hmm. People are going nuts. All of a sudden, Nate and them get up there and from the beginning, oh, amplifier no. is too loud. Uh, microphones not set up the way Nate expected it to be. Drummers doing this, but it's, you know, I can see it's slowly falling apart. Mm -hmm. And they finally dive into the first song, and it was um, I want to say it was like Van Halen, uh, one of Van Halen's song, and they're in Pasadena. And I'm like, dude, he doesn't know the lyrics. I'm like, dude, that is a sin in in America, sin in rock and roll. You cannot be in Pasadena where Van Halen is from and not know the lyrics to the song that you were covering. It falls apart. They crash and burn. That night we're in the car on the way home. There's silence. And he finally says to me, so like, what'd you think? And I, I look at him, I go, about tonight? And he goes, yeah. I mean, how'd you think we did? And I said, you guys sucked. And he just looked at me. Mm -hmm. Now I know a lot of parents are like, Joe, did you really have to use that word? Sorry. <laughs> That's why it's, she's the expert. He's not. <laughs> That's why you guys listen um, for the mistakes that I make that you don't. Uh, and I said, yeah, you guys sucked. And he goes, I can't believe you'd say that to me. Why would you say that? And I go, because you did. 
I go, the other two bands blew you away. You were the headliner. Mm-hmm. And the reason you guys, I'm not saying your band sucks. I'm not yeah. saying you suck. Yeah. I'm saying tonight's show was not good. And yeah. these are the reasons why. And I listed them. Yep. And he just quiet, mad, angry. Yep. I can't believe that you would say that to me. And I was like, I'm just being honest. Gets out of the car, slams the door, boom, whatever. I'm like, okay, next day, I did what you said, took some more time. Hey, man. What I was trying to tell you last night was you are a good band. If you guys would practice and make these adjustments that I can help you with, I think you'll do better. Fast forward to a month later, same thing. But this time, they were the second band. The band that was second now was headlining. And I show up, and I'll never forget it. These four kids are sitting out front in like the dark away from the venue against the wall. Nate has got them all. Will we go up on stage? Uh-huh. I don't want any tuning of the guitar. Have it tuned. Hey, and turn your amp down. We don't need that anymore. Hey, and looking at the bass player, when I do a backup, sing with me. Okay, we're going to click off the first two songs. No talking in between. Before we do Van Halen, I'll say something. They're from Pasadena, I think. All right, you're right. And I just sit there. And they march in, and they do the second set. And this is a month later, and they crush it. They nice. end with Van Halen. People are going nuts. We're in the car. We're driving the Prius home. He goes, What'd you think? And I looked him straight in the face. I go, you guys effing killed it. Nice. And I told him. And he yes. was stoked. Yes. He was and so stoked. And then it stoked. meant something. It did. And then it meant something. And that is the thing is, you know, I, I mean, I think we can all relate to that, you know, our parents being like, you're beautiful. You're like, yeah, but you're going to say that you're my mother. Like, it doesn't even have any, you know, that which is not to say, folks, please, like, give, shower your kids with with love. And, and, and it's important that they see themselves through your eyes, especially if you your eyes see them as awesome and filled with potential and blah, blah, blah. That is not the same as because I see all of your potential, because I believe in you that everything that you do, I'm going to be like, yeah, you killed it. That was amazing. You are the best. Because then they have a false sense of A, what they're actually doing. B, it'll start to just be like, white noise when when you're giving them those things and see and I think most importantly they don't get feedback that inspires them and and the inspire part is 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 really is really key here the way that you deliver the feedback is critical to them feeling either crushed and there's no point in trying or oh I totally have the ability I just need to like dial in my approach. I need to practice more. I need to make a little, you know, um, uh, uh, adjustment. And and that's exactly what we saw Nate do in that yeah. particular story, right? He took it to heart. He didn't like hearing it. Did not. And in that moment, you might have been, and many of us as parents would be like, I don't even want to deal with that reaction, or I don't want to crush his soul after he's already just like feeling terrible. But but in you giving him that feedback, he had to sit with that uncomfortable feeling and be like, oh yeah, like not only did it suck to be have that feeling of things chaos on stage, but also to have my dad tell me like, yeah, like you guys sucked. You said something right there that. I have said to my kids many a times when something goes wrong, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, whether it's winning, or, I'm sorry, losing a game. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember Nate with basketball or something with my daughter, uh, something happening where they didn't, they didn't get it and, and they lost and, and, it, and it didn't turn out the way they want. Yeah. I have always felt that the best way to learn, and, and I've said those words, you know what? You know the way you feel right now? Mm-hmm. You know, you feel that you, know, you guys lost the game. You didn't, you know, you didn't win the speech contest. You didn't get this. You didn't get that. So and so got it. How do you feel right now? And they're like, "I'm so disappointed. I'm so bombed. I'm uh, feels like everything around me is crashing." Yes. And I always love to say, "Sit in that moment 
sit in it right now. Yes. And I've, I've had some, you know, parents say to me, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because when you sit in the moment of, I didn't win, I, you're not, I'm not saying sit in the mo- moment and, and hate on the guy that did. Yes. I'm saying that feeling that you have inside of your body really like greet yourself with it. Hey, what's up? What's up? Feeling of disappointment. My name's Joe Sib. Check it out. How you doing? Cause you know what? I'm going to hang with you a lot in my life. Yeah. I don't want you around me all the time, but I am going to get to know you so that I know that feeling. And when you do win and you do succeed, it makes it so much sweeter. And can I tell you, it also makes you way more humble because you look around at the guy that didn't get first place and you say yes. to him, Hey man, you know what? We were both out here today and it yep. was a rough one, but you know what? Yeah. Good try on that. Yes. Ho- I'll see you at the next, you know, yes. I really believe that way you don't go through, I'm the man, I'm yes. the man. You really, you know that feeling. And it I inspires think, humility. And I think that is such an important lesson if I was to say to, to rad parenting community is it's let our kids live and, and, and swim around in failure and feel it. Yeah. Because that's the only way you do truly become great at something. It, it, well, y- yes. And if you are, if, if we make our kids so uncomfortable with failure by never allowing them to experience it, they will not take risks that are part of growth. They will only ever do the things that keep them safe that are going to result in, you know, a big, big cheering uh, committee being like, you're the greatest. And, and we already in our society put so much weight, so much emphasis on like the only thing that matters is winning. And that's not what we're saying. And I think we need to be really clear here. And that's why at the top of the, at the show, I was saying, you kept saying completed. So it wasn't about winning and we need to, we absolutely need to move away from that. That like the only, there's failure and there's winning. Uh Uh-uh. To, to try to make an effort, to make your best effort, that is winning. And that is, if we wanted to change a message, that would be it. I would say it's not stay away from telling your kids or calling, calling things out when they fail or when you know that they could have done better. It's emphasizing, like you said, good try, making the effort taking risks so that we can grow. That the, the one thing that I value as a parent is not that you always have to be the best or that you always have to win. What I value as a parent is that you had the courage to face the possibility of failure and you pushed through anyway. Exactly. And, and that feeling of disappointment inside is, it's a guide. Our, it, it is a guide to like, oh, I don't ever want to feel that again. So that's not happening, which is not any different than say, when you lie, about something and you're like, cause I can remember as a kid, like having like different things that I would do, different things I would try on, whether it was, you know, lying about something or it was saying a certain, speaking to somebody in a certain way that maybe was like not particularly kind. And I would feel so awful inside after that. I'd just be like, okay, I wish I could take that back. I can't, but that is absolutely going to guide me going forward so that I make sure that I choose differently next time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, what you're saying, what you're saying in a, in a nutshell is is really allowing failure to happen, and not realizing it's the end of the world when your son or your daughter fails at anything. And when I brought up the baseball example, that kid is, I believe, going to be a great player. I really do because uh-huh. he's he, he's a great kid, and he just he even looks like a baseball player now. It's his first year, but but my point was, if we yell good job when the job that he was asked to do is not completed. Yes. It wasn't that he caught it and he tagged the, you know, the bag and the, oh man, goes to the runner. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, yeah, good job, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. Yep. It was, 
No, the ball is supposed to stay in the mitt and we're supposed to get out of the inning. Right. You did not complete That's that. That's the thing With you need to said, work on. You need to work on it, stay more focused, good try. Before yeah. we get out of here. Action steps. Yeah. What are okay. some steps right now? Parents that are listening, we've all been there. And and just so you guys know too, it you know, this good job thing. Hey, I, I was going down the same road that everyone's gone down with before the conversation with Nate about your band sucks mm-hmm. or not your band sucks, your show sucked. Yeah. Uh, so don't think I didn't work to that. I, I, I was also in the stands and at the shows, great job, you know, and, it, and, and everything was great job. Yeah. So I've had to transition at the same point to find a medium that works. Yeah. For everyone that's listening right now, what are some steps we could take okay. to allow our kids to have failure and learn from it and not also us lay in bed at night going, oh my God, is this confidence ruined? Yes. Okay. So the first thing is, and it was it would have been the one thing I would have changed in your in your interaction with Nate, is I would have started when he said to you, so what did you think? Here's the first step. Ask them, how do you feel about it? How do you think you did? Can I say, I think I did do that. Okay. So I'm that's sure, a really important said, step. What did you think of tonight? And I'm pretty sure I go, what do you think? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I mean, what did you think? So I think right. we played that game. Yeah. Okay. And then finally I said, I think it sucked. So ideally, the first thing is, how did you feel about it? And that's really important because that's going to give you a sense of where they're at. So if they say, well, I think I did really good. Or I think I did really well if they're using proper grammar. Um then, okay, so tell me, what did you think, like, what did you, and like, tone and energy is everything here, folks. So it's not like, oh, really? What was so good about it? Like, it's not that. It's a genuine, tell me what you thought about it. How did you feel about it? They said, I thought I did really well. Oh, okay. So what parts did you think were, were really were really well done? Um, oh, I thought it really sucked. What, what parts of it did you think that you didn't do so I well I get exactly on, right? what you're doing. So you're getting, you're, you're seeing where their starting place is and that is going to be an important guide. But you're also wanting them to possibly, in our conversation with Nate and I, for them to figure out all the things I said exactly. without you having to say it. Exactly. So if your kid is already crushed, that is going to guide your, the, the rest of the conversation, the rest of the steps. You're going to be like, you know what? I understand why you'd feel that way. And I, and you know what? I think if, if it had been me, I might've been disappointed in myself too, but here's the thing. And the whole approach, the energy is much more gentle because they're already there. They're already seeing, they're already feeling the disappointment. They're already seeing, you know, whatever. If on the other hand, it was just like a, you know, you saw that they did not do their best. They did not make their best effort. And effort is key here. If you think, if you know that your kid did their very best, that they were out there on the soccer field, the baseball field, up on the stage, and they were just giving it their all and it didn't go well, that needs to be acknowledged. You know what I know first and foremost? I saw you out there giving it your all and that is like that is the most important thing of any of this. This whole business about like it's only about the winning when it comes to the outcome, you killed it out there with your effort or conversely, you know what? I know you can do better. I, I don't know if you're not you're feeling under the weather. I don't know if you were just not into it, whatever, but that was not your best. And there's been plenty of conversations with both my kids where they've come home and they're super whatever event it was. I can't believe that happened. What did that and I'll say to them, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Can I tell you right now? You you went out there and you, in my opinion, you were on your game. It everything was there. You put in the time and it just didn't go your way tonight. And I don't even want to play anymore. And yeah. I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, bad night. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Don't think about it anymore. You're only as, you know, you got your next game and and then there you go. Yeah. And 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 the, even with baseball with Nate, this particular like last year, I remember there was a hitting issue 
And there was plenty of times where he's like, I want to quit. I want to quit. And I was like, because you're not getting hits. I go, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. You're just right. having bad luck right now. Right. Well, and then, and then all that, that can also lead into, and, and this would be my next step is like, okay, so what are we going to do about that? Like, so if it's, they, they were, they were not on their, they were not making their best effort. Let's talk about why that was. Were you tired? Is this maybe what ha- like you've had two nights of like up late yeah. studying or or you know you were had a sleepover with your friend last night maybe the maybe the learn the what we're learning from this one is no sleepovers the night before a game something like that right so you're looking you're the, but you'll notice that a lot of this is a conversation and you can do this even with a kid who's like five is you can have that back and forth and engage them in the 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 plan for how your how this is going to be different going forward because our job as parents remember is to help get them from this place of dependency where they need you to do everything and fix everything to giving them tools so that they can do this on their own okay last question yeah oh, I, I want to ask you do you feel that it might even be better to have these conversations about failing and 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 good job before th- those big moments happen? Does that make sense to you? I, ideally, but honestly, the truth is that um, there th- that's one of those things that unless the kid has the experience Got in it. their body, it's going to be so like off. It's just, it's just not, it's yeah. not tangible enough for them Can't to like be for relevant. Feeling. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, so, so then the final thing is when you when you see a change, when you see the effort, so hopefully you had this conversation that is a beautiful guiding conversation. How do you feel about it? What could you do differently next time? You know, providing your commentary as honestly as you can, guided by the state that they're already in on their own. Then the next thing is let's create an action plan. Because here's the thing, I know your ability. And as long as you have ability, whether if it's an academic thing, I know you have a good brain. If it's an athletic thing, I know that you have a strong body, blah, 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 blah. Let's sit down and figure out one thing that you could do between now and your next game or now and your next gig or now and your next whatever that, and I'm, I'm here to support you because you know what I respect? The effort that you're willing to make to get better. And the only way that we get better at anything, or we even know that we have room to get better is if we have days like this that feel like colossal failures, but are really just little signs from the universe that- there's, we could do better, we could do more, and let's figure out how you're going to do it. Man, uh, from where we started to where we ended, yeah, this has been one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Really? I, because I, I feel that this is one of those topics that everyone has been there, and if you're a parent, you're going to be there. Yeah. And if you're parenting right now, this is something that you're dealing with every day, from activities on the playground to the school schoolroom to the cl- classroom, I guess, uh, everything in between is, is that word good. Those two words, good job. Yep. It, it gets thrown around a lot. Uh, but I feel that you really, it, it, it also gave a, a good setup of a balance of a little bit of the old and a little bit of the new mm-hmm. and not being afraid, but also not being, uh, so you better do it this way. And if you don't win, because that's not what we're talking about. You really, really nailed that. I and and, that. and the one thing that I didn't like call out the way that I normally do, but I'll, I'll just do it now. Remember that first part that one of the things I sort of said in passing was a lot of this has to do with our own feelings around failure. Absolutely. So as always the whole, like parent yourself first, do the work of a little bit of like, how do I feel about failure and where's that coming? from. And then that will help you to get on solid footing, solid ground before you start applying these steps with your, with your kids. Yeah. Love it.
Great, great, great. Hey, I want to thank everyone before we get out of here always for all of the emails, radparenting at gmail.com. Once again, radparenting at gmail.com. Uh, any ideas for shows, any uh, thoughts on this show or any of the shows, let us know. Uh, do not hesitate to email us at radparenting at gmail.com. With that said, my name is Joe Sib And Anaya Bo. And we're out of here. Late. Late. Good job, Anaya. Thanks. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.